0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you're having a great Friday wherever you are. Getting ready for this weekend and the final football game that matters until next season. I, can you believe this shit? Like, didn't this season just start? What the hell? Where did the season go? I demand we restart it, especially since the Packers were so bad. Uh, it'd be great to have a do-over, but not going to happen. Super Bowl... 57 being played on Sunday down there in Arizona between the Eagles and the Chiefs, the Andy Reid revenge game is nigh. It's kind of weird. Like I haven't seen a ton of that, but you know, Andy Reid did coach the Eagles for a very long time to a bunch of NFC championship games and an appearance in a Super Bowl which they lost to the Patriots, but it doesn't seem like that's getting a whole lot of fanfare this this week and I think it should because Andy Reid is one of the great, and I mean great modern day NFL coaches. I mean, everybody talks about the genius of Belichick for good reason, but Andy Reid is right there, man. I don't care. I don't care. Andy Reid is in that conversation. He is that good. Um, We will see how things play out on Sunday. My preview and prediction here, such as it is, this will be short, Because I know this is a Packers channel and no one really gives a shit what I want want to say about this game. But it's the Super Bowl. It's the last football game of the year. So I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, I put it out on Twitter. I believe it was earlier this week. And I said, you know, the path to victory for the Chiefs is for Chris Jones to have the game of his life. And I think I've talked about that here this week already on Packers Daily. But I do want to emphasize how great a player I think Chris Jones is. Um, It's funny because there's been a lot of talk this week about the Eagles being are having a clear talent advantage. And I think that's probably true from top to bottom on the rosters. But man, you look at the chiefs and you talk about star blue chip players. They got Mahomes, They got Kelsey and they got Chris Jones. That's three really good players that are probably better than anybody on the Eagles side of things. I mean, there, there are great players in uh, coming to play in this game for the Eagles, but, uh, you know, the, The Chiefs are are set up pretty damn well. Clearly, it all starts with Mahomes. He is, for me, the real X factor because for everything that the Eagles are going to do on offense or going to want to do on offense, clearly it's all going to start with that offensive line. Uh, They are not even close. I don't think there's them. And then maybe the Chiefs actually is the second best offensive line in the league. But, I mean, the Eagles have been dominating in the run game for the last month plus, you know. Really, the second half of the season, they have been running the football on anybody. I mean, the fact that they could run, I'm not going to say at will, but that they could run as much and as effectively as they did against the 49ers front last week should tell you how good they are. Um, And they have been running the football. And here's the thing. They've been running the football not just traditionally, although they've been doing that as well, lots of great stuff in, in both the zone and kind of the power schemes, but running the football with their quarterback which is where things get dicey for the Chiefs because the Chiefs have really struggled against running quarterbacks all season long. Um, I think the Chiefs have got a great pass defense. I think they are going to have trouble slowing down this run game for the, for the Eagles. And it was funny because when I put that out there on Twitter, you know, TJ Lang responded to my Chris Jones thing and said, especially in the run game, because yes, that is where he is going to have to make his hay. That work that they do along that interior especially Kelsey at center, you know, getting that initial double team and then working off of that and getting to the second level and eliminating those linebackers or getting out on a safety out on the edge. You know, that's what really springs some of these big runs. And if Chris Jones can blow that up uh, with his initial kind of quickness, his initial physicality, you know, they've got a chance to at least tamp it down a little bit. But I think the Eagles are going to run the ball all day long on the Chiefs um and i think clearly they they are able to throw it i think sirion has done a great job of kind of manufacturing uh some stuff for for jalen hurts where it, some high low stuff or if it's not there he can pull it down and run um clearly i mean they they have great great receivers uh, they're one and two and I, I think you know like i said i think the eagles offense is going to be able to move the football you flip it around you talk about mahomes being the x factor that is it for me he is going to have to be able to make some plays outside the pocket. And I know we're a couple weeks removed from him having that ankle injury, Seemed to slow him down a little bit at the end of that AFC championship game with two weeks of rest. I know he talked about it this week, should be able to run around a little bit more. He feels obviously better now, a little couple of weeks removed. He has to be the X factor. And we saw him be able to make plays, extend plays and find MVS and company. Um, on, you know, outside, plays that are outside of structure. But you talk about a guy who can draw stuff up in structure. Andy Reid coming off a bye week, people. This is where the Chiefs have an advantage, where I think they can maybe steal a possession to try and get another, you know, get the ball back in Mahomes' hands and get a couple scores on the Eagles. Whether it's, you know, a surprise onside, whether it's creating turnovers, but if they can steal a possession, I think Andy Reid coming off a bye week is going to have some really nice stuff drawn up against the Eagles defense, which obviously is no slouch. They're in the Super Bowl for a reason. But if you get into obvious passing situations where Mahomes has to drop back and find people downfield, you're gonna be in trouble because this Eagles team can get after the fucking quarterback like nobody's business. They have four guys up front who have over double digits in sacks. You know, obviously the Chiefs do a great job chipping, you know, finding guys, you know, what I mean could be wide receivers, it could be hell, it could be Kelsey himself, like going across formation and then chipping in a defensive end to try and give Mahomes a little bit more time. There's only so much of that you can do, right? And if you know where that target is, uh, they're going to get after it. And this Eagles team, funnily enough, kind of under the radar. I don't know if it's because of the Jalen Hurts story, you know, the fact that they kind of had that lull in the middle of the year. I don't know what it is, but this pass rush for the Eagles has really gone under the radar as far as a national kind of narrative or talking point. But they are out. Standing, You saw how the 49ers paid for, I guess, not giving it enough respect early in that game. You come across with a tight end to try and, you know, take on you know, one of their edge rushers. Good luck. Um, so we'll see that to me. That's that's what it will come down to is if if the Chiefs can steal a possession and give Andy Reid some time to cook and get a lead, then maybe. Maybe that's – I think, you know, and maybe that – stealing one of those possessions comes from Chris Jones blowing things up, right, and creating a turnover to get the ball back from Holmes and company. But I am definitely picking the Eagles in this game. I think they're going to control the football. I think they're going to control the clock and not in a, you know, three yards in a cloud, cloud of dust kind of way, just in a dominant, grinded-out football, like five, seven yards of pop in the running game make you have to commit numbers and then take their shots. And I just think this is a game that the, and it might not even be, you know, a shootout, so to speak, might not be that exciting, but I think at the end of the day, the Eagles are going to score like 31 points and, you know, Kansas city will be right there with them. Give me 31, 27 to the Eagles. That's my official prediction. And much more exciting than that is after the game, look for Madeline's annual halftime review that's right. Uh, Madeline, my oldest daughter, does a review of the halftime show every season. Uh, this year is no different. She'll be giving her a review of Rihanna's halftime show right here on cheeseheadtv.com the day after the game. So be on the lookout for that because that's way more important than my prediction. Hope everyone's doing well in the comments. So good to see everybody. Chilling, hanging out. ADF, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. I'm going to try and predict this MVS Super Bowl MVP. Well, it's funny they asked me about that on the radio yesterday. Could you imagine if MVS wins MVP of the Super Bowl? Of the Super Bowl? Man, that'd be crazy. And before you start saying, oh, that could never happen, I mean, I believe a wide receiver won it last year. So, and look, look, undoubtedly, like, more often than not, in whatever multiverse you're in, if the Chiefs are winning this game, winning this Super Bowl, yeah, most likely Mahomes is the MVP, but you never know. It'd be crazy. Thanks for all you do next. Thanks, TikTok. I can't read names on TikTok as way. Well. Even with my glasses. I got my new glasses. I can't see names. I'm sorry. But thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, what you got Soders here. What's up, Soder? So if Mahomes drops a second Super Bowl in a row, any chance Kansas City would move on from him? Say, trade him straight up for an aging QB that is deeply involved with new age therapy and astrology? <laughs> You're adorable, Soder um i think that uh 10-year deal he signed has him uh locked in pretty good luke thanks uh glasses looking good thank you uh i hate them uh these are just my like quick ready i want to see again glasses i i'm still looking for a pair that i can wear like long term but thank you i just like being able to see it's uh it's a breath of fresh air to say the least. Telemachus, thank you for the super chat. Nags, does YouTube take a cut of the super chat money? If so, what is the best way to maximize our financial support of Cheesehead TV? Love your work. Well, that's really nice of you to say and ask, man. Um, yes, it does. Every platform does. No matter what platform you kind of seek to go through, whether it's Patreon, whether it's super chats, they all do. You want to give to your humble narrator directly, it's uh, you know. That uh, that Venmo is open at Aaron Nagler, always open. But uh, the best way to contribute to Cheesehead TV directly, you know, I think the the lowest percentage is actually here on YouTube, comparative to everything else. Um, I don't know. That might be on Patreon actually. I, either way, uh, the the support is greatly appreciated, um, regardless of how it comes to Cheesehead TV. We really appreciate everybody's support. Uh, all the K or the G Club members. All the Patreon members, we really, really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, Big! B is here! What's up, Big B? How you doing, man? Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, What else we got? What else we got, folks? Oh, wait, I don't want to miss a super chat. I think I missed a super chat. Oh, there it is. Dave, what's up, man? Thank you. Something new 12 and 4 have in common. Not listening to people who you pay for the exact for exactly the thing you pay them for, i.e. lawyers and publicists. Now, you don't know. You don't know who Rogers is listening to publicity-wise. I think that's foolish to assume that he's not listening to them. Maybe they are of the same ilk and saying, yeah, dude, this is all great. Talk about it. Talk about that four-day darkness retreat. And look, Man, who knows and who cares? I'm honestly, and it's so funny because you know, yesterday I had that video clip up from Daily a couple days ago about Aaron Rodgers and taking the fans for granted, a type of fan for granted. And of course, predictably, I got a lot of like, oh, you're spot on, I feel the same way. And then I got a bunch of, oh, like, you don't know what you're talking, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And it's like everyone, oh, you're a hater. That's my favorite. Like, you're a hater. I hate Rogers, which is always hilarious. Man, I love that Aaron is in a mode where he doesn't give a shit what people think about him. The fact that he did that astrology seminar, I absolutely love it. Because it's like, that's his vibe, and that's his gig, and that's what he wants to do. Awesome, man. I love that. I love it. It's like myself on Instagram the other day. I put up a post saying, man, I don't like, I'm going to post about what I want to post about because somebody had told me to stick to sports or whatever, which is the quickest way to, for me to block you. Um, cause like, yeah, the new Depeche mode's out and I want to talk about Depeche mode. I don't care, man. I don't care. So I, I'm with that vibe. I'm with that vibe for Rogers Four day darkness retreat. Talk about it. Astrology seminar. Talk about it. Man, fl- fly your freak flag high, man. I love it. I love that for you. It's great. Edf, thanks again, man. Only reason I want Rogers' decision is so Tom Grosky can go on vacation. I can't wait otherwise. Oh, you want Rogers' decision? Is that what Tom is doing? Has Tom said he's not going on vacation until there's a Rogers decision? Oh, oh, is, oh, does Tom, Tom need a vacation? Oh, oh. haven't taken one in uh, like five years welcome tom i'm kidding i think i did take a vacation to like london in june of 2019 so that was the first one in like years before that but yeah tom welcome to it buddy welcome to the news cycle welcome to uh having to be a slave to the narratives and the news that's how we roll man brandy maybe ted thompson wore off on rogers i don't know you think i don't see much similarity there i mean ted was pretty low-key and quiet kept to himself and just like to sit in a dark room and break down tape you know i don't know it wasn't as far as i know it wasn't much of into astrology or darkness retreats but who knows Um, Aaron, Julius Peppers and Jordy are eligible for Hall of Fame next year. Do they have an eventual shot? Julius Peppers should walk in on the first ballot, like, or else shut the place down. Julius Peppers is a great, and I mean great player or was a great player. Absolutely. One billion percent should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No question about it. I'll be very, very surprised if Jordy Nelson ever gets in the, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Obviously, he's a shoe in for the Packers Hall of Fame, but I, I, I just think there are way too many other receivers that you can point to who have similar stats and similar kind of career trajectories who have been waiting forever. You know, Torrey Holt le- leaps to mind. Guy, you know, he should. He's a great receiver. He put up tons of yards and points and blah blah blah. Won a Super Bowl. All of it. You know, I just think, and we did find a spot, I think a couple years ago where they got a lot of the log jammed receivers who had been waiting forever. Uh, got a number of them in, which is good. I think Jordy's got a long way to go. I just, I love Jordy. I, he's a, he's a Packers legend through and through. No question about it. I have a hard time seeing him in the pro football hall of fame and not cause he's not deserving, but I just, there's just way too many things going on in front of him. John, thanks for the super chat prayers up to Mikowski on his surgery recovery. Any Super Bowl prop bets you like take the over on Anthem time heads on coin toss, orange Gatorade, go back. Go. I try to stay away from the prop bets. I, I got enough going on in my life. I don't need to complicate it. Um, and yes, 1 million percent. I've been kind of retweeting, uh, both magic and his wife's uh, updates on his latest surgery surgeries, 25 and 26 for those keeping track at home, including a hip, another hip replacement surgery. Um, you know, I know Mikowski had been part of a kind of bit of a consortium that was suing the league. Uh, he is one of the great kind of forgotten folks that the the NFL would love to sweep under the rug, you know, never gets talked about. And he is a 100% uh, poster child, if you will, for how these guys should have lifetime health care. It shouldn't even be a question. Um, there's so many guys who played – You know, back in the day, even pre-Mikowski, there's guys hanging on who have, you know, as far as benefits and access to any kind of aid, have it worse than Don does. And Don's got it pretty damn bad. Um, It's something I talk about every time there's a CBA negotiation. Both the NFLPA and the NFL love to sweep it under the rug. They love to talk about it. They love to give their little talking points. But actually doing anything about it for these old guys, these older guys who actually built the game that everyone is standing on right now. It's atrocious. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. I'm going to try not to go off here, but it is like, it is absolutely unfathomable to me. The money that is being made, the deals that are being signed in the media realm, these hundreds of millions, billions of dollars, and they can't take care of these guys, let alone give the lifetime health care that should be a requirement for anybody playing in the NFL, even a down in the NFL you should get lifetime health care. I mean, point blank, end of story. Would it cut into their profit margins? Yes, it would. Barely. To the point where it would be barely perceptible for most of these owners. All right. That's that's as close to a rant as I'm going to get. And, and look, before you come back at me with any of your bullshit, I have talked about this. I have read about this. I have studied this. I have talked to old-timers about this. I have talked to the NFL about this. This is something way old for me, so don't come at me. Like I, It's something that pisses me off every time. I think I'm getting mad right now. It is a fucking travesty the way the NFL treats these guys. Guys like Don, who built this game. It makes me mad. Amar, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat been a while since I did a super chat. What's up, man? But I don't miss a show live or later. What do we think of Greg Williams? Higher uh, JB still here. Oh, your, your boy, Joe, boy Joe Barry. So I'll keep my complaints. What to think of comments of teammates for love praying for magic man. Uh, you got your money's worth there, Amar. I like it. Um, obviously praying for magic man, the comments for love. Well, I, I love, I love it. Ha uh-huh. ha. But you know, it, Yes, I think everyone in that building is pretty damn confident in what they got in Jordan at this point. You've seen it. You've seen him improve every year. We've seen it on the outside. They've certainly seen it up close and personal. I don't think there's a guy in that building, if they had to go out there with Jordan as the starter next year, who wouldn't be confident in his ability to lead the team, move the ball, score points, win games. I don't think there's a dude in there who wouldn't love it. Um, As far as the Greg Williams hire... Um, you know, I talked about it earlier this week. I love his kind of pedigree. I love the work he's done in both places prior, whether it was in Denver or Arizona. I am fascinated to see if he his presence um, it allows Joe or Joe lets him um, make some like maybe some stricter rules for those guys. You know, i I get the sense, and this is just me totally guesswork here. I get the sense that uh, Jerry Gray was much more like, okay, these are the, this is the scheme, but you know, within X, Y, and Z, do what you think is best in each situation. Whereas I think there needs to be a little clamped down. And I think maybe Joe says to Greg, you know, let's get, let's tighten this up a little bit. That's my sense. That's my, again, my guesswork, but we'll see. He's, like I said, he's got a strong track record, especially with guys in, in, you know, playing man, but um, just in general working with corners in both places he's done a good job so we'll see Don Vito nice to super chat sorry if asked but do we pick up Love's fifth year uh, it's asked a lot and actually there was just an article about it on she said tv.com today if you want to check it out um, but yes I'd be very surprised if they don't um, control of an asset like that you absolutely take it and I know the cap hit is significant for 2024, but his cap hit will be minimal this year. 100%. Uh, With all these projected trades for Rodgers, which team do you think he would go win a Super Bowl with? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question, TikTok. Um, I think he's got, it'd be tough because he's in the AFC, but I think he'd have a shot with the Jets, simply because the defense is so good. You know, I don't think people understand how good the Jets' defense is because, like, all we've seen is, like, highlights of the Jets just being terrible on offense and Zach Wilson throwing things up for Jesus and, you know, offensive ineptitude week after week. You put Rodgers on that team, and they've got some weapons. they got a decent offensive line. Could probably use some improvements there, but they'd be in the mix. They'd be in the mix, man. I'll tell you that. Um, I mean, the Raiders... I love the idea of going to the Raiders just because he gets to play with Devante again, and that'd be a lot of fun. But the West, all the teams you got to kind of go up against there two times a year. That, again, the offense is fun. The defense is suspect. Um, I'm not thrilled about that offensive line in in Vegas. I don't know, man. I think the Jets would probably give him a better shot. I'll tell you what. You know what? Who's kind of a dark horse in my mind? And I don't know. This is just me. Throwing shit out there, but I I would I wonder if like Bill Belichick is working behind the scenes like palpatine, like trying to engineer a way to trade for Aaron Rodgers. That'd be amazing. And I'm not like saying he's like giving up on Mac Jones or whatever, but like if you're Bill Belichick and you're at the end, I mean he's at the end, he's like 70 what? He's 70 something, you know. He's not gonna be coaching for another 20 years, and you want to make one last run and you've got a division that's you know somewhat in flux, you go get Aaron Rodgers. He's talked about how much he is impressed with Aaron and, you know, thinks highly of Aaron. Maybe he does it. Maybe he pulls that trigger. Be hilarious. That'd be crazy. Uh, Dave, thanks for the super chat. You watching last of us mondo season three coming soon. Pedro is on fire. Am I watching last of us? Am I watching last of us? Do you know that is on tonight? My friend two days early on HBO max. That's right. To avoid, they're trying to avoid the super bowl. I can't wait, dude. Yes, I've been watching it. And yes, Mondo Season 3. Can't wait. Ed, thanks for the Super Chat. What's your take on Devin Hester making the Hall of Fame? I've changed my mind from a no to a yes. I've heard the yeses. I'm a no. But that's just me. It's not because he's a bear. He was a bear. It's just like, can you tell the story of the NFL without him? Yes? Okay. That's me. New York Cheesehead, can they afford both Rodgers and Love? Uh, In 2023, Yes. Once that fifth year option kicks in. No, but that's not until 2024. Uh, Is Stokes at out next year at the start? That's a great question, Brandy. I don't know yet. There hasn't been anything official around Stokes or his recovery or his rehab. Um, I know he suffered two different injuries in that game in Detroit um, and that they were significant enough that he missed the entirety of the season. I think there's a ch- an outside chance he's ready by, say, start of the f- like first month of the season. Um, but I don't know for sure. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure he won't be ready for training camp. But, again, we'll see. Uh, but I know the both injuries were pretty significant. Uh, but, again, there hasn't been any real reporting around it. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers, each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I'll talk to you Monday. Go Pack, go.